3: All okay. right.
4: doing this every day oh no punches thank you rolling
5: Our network is here. Oh, no punches. A real uh, revolutionary
6: right now. Proud Support this man, Black media. He makes sure that our stories are told.
7: I thank you for being the voice of Black America, Rollin'. I love
6: y'all. All momentum we
7: have now...
9: Today is Tuesday, August 9th, 2022. Coming up on Roland Martin Unfiltered streaming live on the Black Star Network. A Mississippi grand jury refuses to indict the 88-year-old white woman, Carolyn Bryant, whose false accusations led to the death of Emmett Till in 1955. They say there wasn't enough evidence to indict Carolyn Bryant-Dornham on the issue of manslaughter or kidnapping. I'll talk to an activist when Emmett Till's family found out about this, uh, uh, how they found out about this, just like everyone else in the news. Those GOPP folks, boy, they are so upset. They are beside themselves because Donald Trump's home got raided by the FBI. Just led by the guy Donald Trump picked. Wait till we show you the absolute whining on Fox News and other networks. Y'all are gonna get a kick out of that. Plus, we've taking your questions as well, your phone calls, so get ready to comment. A Georgia judge orders Lou Giuliani to testify in person in front of the Fulton Special Grand Jury. Yep, yep, they have evidence ready to debunk his BS health issues excuse. An ICU nurse is being held on a $9 million bond for killing six people. In a fiery crash, it wasn't the nurse's first accident or second or third or fourth or fifth or sixth or seventh or eighth or ninth or tenth or eleventh or twelfth or thirteenth. The GOAT, Serena Williams, says she's hanging up her racket. We'll tell you what's happening. Plus, in today's Marketplace, a mission trip gave one woman the idea to help create financial freedom for some Ghanaian women. We'll tell you her story. It is time to bring the funk on Roland Mark Dunfilter on the Black Star Network. Let's go. He's got it.
10: Whatever the miss, he's on it. Whatever it is, he's got the scoop of the.
9: A Mississippi grand jury has declined to indict the white woman whose accusations led to the infamous 1955 lynching of 14-year-old Emmett Till of Chicago. In seven hours of hearing testimony from investigators and witnesses, in LaFleur County, Mississippi, grand jury found there was insufficient evidence to indict Carolyn Bryant-Dornham on charges of kidnapping and manslaughter. In June, a group searching the basement of the LaFord County Courthouse, discovered an unserved arrest warrant charging Donham, then-husband Roy Bryant, and brother-in-law, J.W. Milam, in Teal's 1955 abduction. The men were arrested and acquitted on murder charges, but Dorham was never taken into custody. The men later confessed to the crime in the magazine interview, but weren't retried. <coughs> Both have died. Joining me now is John C. Barnett, National Civil Rights Activist, glad to have you on the show. So, so the grand jury um, were looking at kidnapping and manslaughter. Why not perjury?
11: Unbelievable. Um, I was thinking about what I was gonna to talk to you about in reference to them just even entertaining the actual uh warrant. So, I thought about four different books, real quick. Number one, they found a warrant. Any black man that has a warrant in this country, trust me, you're going to get locked up. Trust me. I have thousands of members that have gotten locked up. Number two, Roland, the question is if they entertained it by having a jury, grand jury come together and make this decision after the, the attorney general wanted to say, we're not going to do anything. The blood has always been on the DA's hand. The DA has the power. So, it's funny that they made a decision or she made a a comment that she don't want to do anything, attorney general, which that's like, actually, we're trying to get in touch with the vice president, not the president. So when the district attorney finally has all this pressure coming from two sides, and I feel so sorry for him because he's got to deal with, you know, the the right wing, but he also has to deal with his own black community. So if they entertain the warrant, then that gives me hope and that should allow everyone to see that they should be able to uh, execute the warrant simply because they executed it. Uh, Some simply because they they are uh, they are entertaining. So in saying that, I think it's very uh, heartly. It's very sad. It's a sad day in America um, because we literally see uh, an injustice being broken. This is justice being broken, and surely we're not going to stop. Um, I mean, what is the the, the timing of this move of this of this case? Number one, the movie's coming out. And I'm not big on the entertainment in Hollywood. I rarely get to see movies. i work too hard for that. Number two, the fact that we're having a rally in Rock. We found out where she was. She's in Kentucky. And, yeah, she may be a little out of it. She may be sick. But as I've told you before on this great show that I'm on, I'm so blessed to be on your show, is they locked up Bill Cosby, and he was half blind. Surely they can lock her up his way. At least give the family some closure by locking her up. And then if they don't want to go forth with punishing us, so be it. But at least honor the one because all they have to do is execute and lock her up. So the whole world should be uh, disappointed in the justice system. This is not working, especially with that grand jury that they put together in that august body that they have in Mississippi.
9: Again, I'm looking at you know, the charges, kidnapping, manslaughter. But we know for a fact she lied. She lied. Um, in Mississippi, is there a statute of limitations? On a perjury.
11: I mean, that no, it's not. And I think that's that's the sad thing about Mississippi. I mean, my memories of Mississippi is the gospel singer Marvin Wine and fly me down there to help out a pastor, you know. And the second one is Mississippi Burning. So those are my memories of Mississippi. I don't know much about Mississippi, but I do know they don't play fair. I do remember what what uh, uh Dr. King had to go through in Mississippi. So a lot of things have been changed. I tell people all the time, uh, Mr. Martin that Abraham Lincoln's friends was not jumping up and down when he freed the slave. Because of that, even Dr. King told Harry Belafonte, I believe I've walked my people into a burning house. And so in saying that alone, you have to understand that it's just not a fair playing field that we're playing on. And so we have to be persistent. We have to continue to march upon Mississippi. Uh, this may be a march that may be a, a, a our friends, a million men march to Mississippi. We have to put pressure on Kentucky. We know where she's at now. At least we know where she's at. And thanks to your show and so many others, we now know where she's at. Uh, so in saying I think they're really feeling sorry for her, Mr. Martin, because they can't find out you know, because she's sick. You know, she's in hospice, you know, and I say who gives a damn? You know, they locked up all my cousins in South Carolina. They have marks. So I think that this, the, the, this is our last chance, Mr. Martin, to give the family closure for her. This is our last chance because after she dies, that's it. There's no more. I mean, the the two guys that killed him. I mean, look, they, they killed the young man, threw him in a river, and then put a generator wheel around his neck and let him float to the bottom of the of the river. I, I don't know what else we we need to see. That's enough. And then for the mother to keep the coffin open for the whole world to see, you know. So it just shows how you know we're still in an America, and there ain't much changed.
9: The thing all here is also uh, to your point. Look, there were these other white racists uh, who were old, who were convicted for crimes that took place uh, during the, Black, the civil rights movement.
11: I'm sorry, say that again?
9: I said there were other old white racists who were convicted of their crimes. Uh, Byron Beckwith, he was old, that white racist. He went to prison for killing Medgar that's Evers. The,
11: that's correct. It, Medgar Evers in particular, right there in Mississippi. I remember flying into Mississippi on a plane, and I was like, wow, they named the airport after Medgar Evers. What more visually do you need to see that at least there was a little small form of justice? And I tell everybody, my quote is, uh, 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 any small form of justice is good justice. And so in saying that, I think that that is sad. But I- I'm going to be honest with you, Mr. Martin. The blood, see, the blood cries out from the grave, what I was taught. And the blood is on the DA's hand because he has the power. We don't have to listen to anybody around him. All he got to say is execute. And to say that he didn't and he put that blood on the jury's hand, is even more disheartening. Um, so we're going to start, I mean, I'll be honest with you, when I fight, I fight expecting the worst. I always fight like that. because It always makes me feel better and sad. I expect things like this to happen. So I'm already planning plan B. we got a rally in Raleigh at Grace Amy Zion Church. Uh, there's, a, there's a demonstration that's going to take place, unfortunately, outside of hospice. Uh, we're going to be going to Mississippi. Uh, the 29th, I think the 30th, Dr. Shabazz. Shout out to Dr. Shabazz, Dr. Malik Shabazz, who told me about this case. I'll be in Raleigh this week. Um, so we're not going to stop. you got to keep fighting. I remember this. i got to tell you this. I remember my my, my my uncle telling me that Muhammad Ali said he couldn't physically beat Joe Frazier. His jaw was broken in the eighth round, and he fought him up with his truck. He couldn't physically beat Joe Frazier, but he knew if he kept hitting Joe Frazier, he would eventually win. And so insane that we have to be persistent in our efforts of civil rights. All they're doing is fine tuning us as it relates to civil rights and the struggle. We're in the fifth step of civil rights, Mr. Martin. First one, Dr. King came up with this in 1957 information gathering, right? Education, personal commitment. We were in negotiation stage. That's number four. Number five is direct action. Direct action, America, if you're listening to Mr. Martin's show, direct action is. 30,000 of us, including myself, going to Gina Six, stopping six black boys from going to prison for a school fight. Listen to me, it's a school fight. And because of 31,000 people in the city of Gina that only hold 2,500, we changed the course of history, changed that court system because they said, the judge said, we're we'll going to give them probation. But if it had not been highlighted by Michael Basin and, and, and my mentor, Al Sharpton, guess what would have happened? Nothing. They, them boys would have been in prison. And look at God. God made one of those six boys a lawyer, and he went to school in California. So we have to be persistent. Even if we have to go to the direct action. Uh, direct action got uh, Rosa Parks justice because after she was uh, 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 refused her seat on the bus, uh, a year later Dr. King allowed everybody to sit on the bus, including your cousins and my cousin. So we have to be persistent, and we're in the fifth step of civil rights, and the sixth is reconciliation. Carolyn Dunham, she know not what she do. Jesus said that up to the disciples. I mean, they said it when Jesus died. You know. Uh, he, he said to them, "They know not what they do." How powerful is that? So we still have to forgive these devils in some kind of strange, eerie way. But before that, 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 that type of, uh, of, of courtesy of forgiving them, we have to get justice first because they know not what they do. This is the seeds that America has planted, and now they have uprooted. And this generation, I don't know about you, the Black Lives Matter movement, the, the 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 new Black Panther movement. My organization, Thug, True Healing on the God, I got 5,000 members in 17 states. We're not stopping. That's what they got to understand. This ain't somebody sitting behind closed doors, smoking cigars, making deals like a public defender and a DA. This is direct civil rights, and we're trying to stir up the whole country. The end of this month is going to be MIT a week. So if you know about him, you'll learn about him at the end of this month, and you'll be seeing activities across the country in various cities. And then the blessings, I heard it, that the movie is going to get an Oscar buzz. But the movie is, is irrelevant. The truth of the matter is, Carolyn Dunham needs to be locked up. And watch this. Watch. I got to tell you this. The grand jury said not, they're not going to do anything, right? I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina. Jonathan Ferrell was shot 10 times in his chest by a white cop, right? And the grand jury was like 16 people. They were supposed to have 18. Roy Cooper, the governor, said, well, they didn't have the right number, so let's do it again. When they did it again, had a second grand jury, I demonstrated outside of Charlotte that 200 people out there, nine pastors to pray. And that same day and that same hour, they, they, uh, indicted the officer and the family won $2.2 million. And, uh, unfortunately, we lost the criminal case because the officer said he was scared that Jonathan Perel was gonna take his gun. But he shot him 10 times in the chest for knocking on a white woman's door after he wrecked his car in the ditch. So what I'm telling you is that the grand jury met twice. I don't know if that's gonna be the case with this incident, but because of persistency, because of that Muhammad Ali effect, I'm hopeful. That something's going to happen. If not, then I pray that it we not be the the uh, re, it's not the reality. of What Malcolm X said, where once you get a lot of sparks around a paddle keg, eventually it's going to blow. And America's blowing, and We're not dealing with the elephant in the room, and that's racism. Kanye was right. I hate to say it. Kanye was right. Racism still exists, and it exists in Mississippi.
9: Well, sir, I certainly appreciate uh, the work you're doing. You're doing. Thank you so very much, uh, and continue. Uh, to apply the much-needed pressure uh, in this case here. John Barrett. appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Bringing my panel here, Mustafa Santiago Ali, former senior advisor for Environmental Justice, EPA, Teresa Lundy, principal founder of T-Mail Communications. I'll be joined later by Demario Solomon Simmons, civil rights attorney, founder of Justice for Greenwood. Uh, this right here, um, uh, Mustafa, the family does deserve justice. And the bottom line is this Here, Carolyn Bryant is still alive. She lied. She lied under oath, period. And so she should pay the price. Her lies led to the death of Emmett Till, the brutal death of Emmett Till.
8: Yeah, you know that old quote that says the dead cannot cry out for justice. It is the responsibility of the living to do so for them. We have to make sure that we continue to push and hold this lady accountable for her actions because her actions took the life of Emmett Till in Drew, Mississippi in 1955 when he was 14 years old. And most folks have forgotten the brutality that he faced, um, you know, and the lynching that was a part of his death. And she is culpable in the in the loss of life that happened of a young boy who did nothing wrong, um, but yet because of the times that folks were living in, they saw that his life didn't matter And that the law didn't matter because they knew that the law was not going to indict them for the killing of this young brother. Um, So, yes, since she is the remaining uh, person who is alive, she has to bear some responsibility for the loss and the life of Emmett Till. Teresa.
12: Yeah, I agree. I mean, what is the message we're actually sending um, that we're not uh, going to prosecute because you're a certain age? No, I think that's wrong. (laughs) I think, you know, we're going in the wrong direction if we are talking about forward thinking um, and also justice in America. So part of justice is making sure that those who, um, again, are, you know, lying under oath, that are not following the law, um, they are held accountable. We tell, you know, young people that you need to be held accountable for your actions. Um, and we tell those, you know, who committed a crime that you need to be held for your actions. And yet, someone um, is that needs to be held is not being held. Um, and then I think you know, kind of took me back from the guest we had. Um, and he's saying, listen, that you know, even the prosecutor didn't want to even make that decision. And again, it's it's again the accountability across all levels of government. But we have to, you know, really understand that the role and position. Um, you know, of those in leadership, is to make sure that we are uh, following the law of the land.
9: Uh, indeed. All right, folks. Speaking of following the law of the land, and coming up next, we'll talk about Donald Trump. What, what, why are all of these conservatives so angry and upset? Cause the law applies to his sorry ass, y'all. They are. I mean, they're like mad. And the word applies, they big man. We're gonna show you. Some of the responses from these folks, um, we come back and on them Martin Unfiltered. Also, we've been taking your phone calls. You get a chance to weigh in uh, on uh, the big news of the FBI raiding uh, the uh, Mar-a-Lago residents there. Give us a call, folks, 202-890-1199, 202-890-1199. Cannot wait uh, to get your thoughts uh, on this raid. And, boy, I'm te- they are salty. We'll show you some of the reaction next, right here on The Black Now.
13: When we invest in ourselves, our glow, our vision, our vibe, we all shine. Together, we are Black beyond measure.
7: On the next Get Wealthy with me, Deborah Owens, America's Wealth Coach, you see the headlines all frightening right interest rates are going up the recession is on the way the stock market is up and down but you know what they say scared money don't make money that's why i'm excited on our next get wealthy to have a conversation with someone who has written a new book fearless finances, and she's going to share exactly what you need to do to secure your bag, regardless of the ups and downs of the economy or the stock market. Oftentimes, you can start with as little as $5. That's right here, only on Get Wealthy on Black Star Network.
5: Next on The Black Table, with me, Greg Cole, Succession. We're hearing that word pop up a lot these days as our country continues to fracture and divide. But did you know that that idea, essentially a breaking up of the USA, has been part of the public debate since long before and long after the Civil War, right up to today. On our next show, you'll meet Richard Crichton, the author of this book, who says breaking up this great experiment called America might not be such a bad thing. That's on the next Black Table, Right here on the Black Star Network.
12: Hey, I'm Anthony Smith. Hello, everyone.
10: It's Kiara Sheard. Hey, I'm Taj. I'm Coco, and I'm Lily, and we're, we're SWV. What's up, y'all? It's Ryan Destiny, and you're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. <laughs>
9: Lord, for the last 24 hours, y'all, these Republicans, MAGA-loving people have been mad, upset, cussing, fussing, acting a fool. Now, 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 I thought they all believed in law and order. Oh, but not when it comes to the great white Hope. Lord, no, when it comes to great white Hope, Donald Trump, you can't hold him accountable. You can't do it at all. Now, multiple news outlets have confirmed that the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago searching for documents related to the National Archives, classified documents that Donald Trump was not supposed to remove from the White House. Since that, oh, there have been threats. Lord, Kevin McCarthy, he's threatened A.G. Merrick Garland. We, if we take control of the House, there will be investigations. You, you go, oh, fuck, they're like, oh, my God. they're like all going, oh, but like, oh, Lisa Farrah, y'all handed Trump the election in 2024. You're going to give me election. Eric Erickson, this could have been handled better. Y'all didn't have to do this to him. Y'all, I don't understand. The FBI do this shit every day. Non-rich white people, FBI raise cribs every day. Oh, but he's above the law. This could have been, do y'all understand what it would take? Do y'all understand, okay, if that was DeMario, Mustafa, or Teresa, y'all, we way down here. We ain't even. Do y'all know what it would require for it to rise to the level of the AG to say, go ahead and make a move. You have to go to a federal judge. Y'all, I I, I can't even tell y'all the the nonsensical stuff that I've heard. So the folks at Mediaite have done us a great favor. They have put together a greatest hits. If y'all want to see
14: White Teeth, Here you go. The FBI is corrupt. You used our our flag as toilet paper. This is gonna absolutely enrage the country. It almost feels like a preemptive coup.
15: This is the worst attack on this republic in modern history.
2: Every single person involved in this needs to be fired immediately.
16: They say banana republic. I I think it's an understatement because it really feels like we are there and beyond.
0: This is meant to prevent Donald Trump from being able to run again.
16: And then when the left
0: starts whining in the media,
15: fire a hundred more the next day. To dismantle the FBI. Can't be this nice guy
8: routine, where we just, all oh, let's be
0: friends. Do not even let them breathe. Dude, everyone has to go. This is the Rubicon being crossed. But the real target of this
16: investigation isn't Trump. The real target of this investigation is you.
14: You do
15: not
0: live in a constitutional republic anymore. To defund the FBI? This is something we've never seen before. This is something that is outrageous. This is some third-world bullshit right here. The guy right now is the Gestapo. The FBI is the Gestapo. The rank
16: corruption of the D.C. establishment.
0: And the usage of the FBI in this way is really the nail in the coffin for so many Americans.
16: This is very scary. There is a trend never-before-used statutes used in a fashion to go after who? Political enemies.
2: We don't live in Cuba. We don't live under Kim Jong-un.
16: This is the deep state's revenge.
17: (laughs) I love it. Look, look, y'all. I love it.
9: Do do, do y'all think... I care one iota Love it. about these whiny-ass people. Oh, my God, this is just not right. How dare you?
6: Love it.
9: This is so unfair. This is just not right. It's not just... Love it. Y'all, again... They really believe that this man is above the law. Now, now, now let me help y'all out with something. Donald Trump said this is just unjust. Y'all know he got a copy of the search warrant. Y'all know the search warrant details exactly what they were looking for. Y'all notice, he ain't put the search warrant out. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Even Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina, who has kissed more Trump ass...
3: And
9: Lindsey Graham, his fellow citizen of South Carolina, yeah, he knows there's there's a there there.
15: But why this is such a dangerous moment in our history, and a lot of people pointed this out, is because we are divided. Uh, There are wings of our government that are supposed to be nonpartisan, but now seem to be politicized. And one of those wings is the FBI. So. Do you think the FBI, do you still believe and trust in the FBI to do its job, even with a former president, uh, in a nonpartisan way? Or do you believe, as the as the former president says, that the FBI is executing a witch hunt?
4: Well,
18: we've had the, we've had the FBI before, uh, the Judiciary Committee, just in the last two weeks, trying to figure out why they do what they do, and there's been lots of questions before this raid about whether or not the FBI is doing their job apolitical. And we don't know the answer to that question yet. This you is have probably doubts gonna, about the FBI. This is going to raise more questions, in my opinion. We need to let this play out and see exactly what happens. But we should all have been stunned and surprised and shocked at what happened yesterday. The real question is, a. Hey, what is the Federal, Federal uh, Records Act? And, and mm. B, what are we talking about? It, it, ha- it has to be something of incredible magnitude yeah. for at least my side of the aisle to say that was, that was warranted. With, without that, I think we're going to find ourselves in a very big mess yeah. as it relates to the credibility of the FBI. So you don't have any concern that they're going to find anything at the Mar-a-Lago Well, I think we should really, as as opposed to rushing the judgment, the most important thing that we can do is let it play out, because I I have no idea what they were looking for, and I don't think anybody knows Uh, what they uh, were looking for. On that point, I think
15: think it's interesting that, as you said before us today, you are not saying that former President Trump is the best uh, representative of the Republican Party, and you're also not saying, don't worry, America, you can trust the FBI.
18: Well I think that I am saying that I love my new book and I was conversation about and, and why the FBI
16: director yes. Chris Ray was appointed by uh, Donald Trump we should point that out too. Okay first of all I had a
9: problem with even the setup of that question by saying well the FBI has been politicized. Who who's done that? On the Trump? Yeah. But y'all know everybody's talking about it. Uh, the, the memes have been flying around like crazy. This is probably one of my favorite ones right here. Knock, knock. Who's there? Joe. Joe who? Joe ass is going to jail. <laughs> that, that's probably one of my favorite ones. Uh, <laughs> I'll post that one on Instagram uh, and that got a whole uh resp- a whole whole response there. Uh, DeMario, these people really are crack are, 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 are cracking me the hell up. Mm-hmm. A cracking me. I mean, they, they just this notion, well, I mean, you know, this this records act. The law is a law, first of all. You are not supposed to destroy, throw away, flush down the toilet, tear up, or burn any documents. His own people have said he's done that. His own people say he's done all of that. Which then causes, what, what documents are you destroying? You don't destroy documents unless you don't want nobody to
6: read them. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Look, I'm just loving this. This is so so tasty. These tears, I just want to drink them. Just get them right into my veins. It's so fantastic. A couple of things, Roland. Number one, when they said these people are saying you can't trust the police, you can't defund the police, because the police in this country is and always was about policing black people and poor people and maintaining white supremacy and white power. So, yes, they believe that Donald Trump should be above the law because they believe any rich white man should be above the law. So that's number one. Let's not lose lose sight of that. Number two, they say this is politicization of the FBI. Hell, the FBI has been politicized from day one because, again, they 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 are led by a political appointee. And in this case, that political appointee was Christopher Wray, who was appointed by who? Donald Trump. Number number three, I have so many of my clients who they just say after they're shot in the back with their hands up like Terrence Crutcher, just comply. If you just complied, nothing bad would happen. And then number four, this was not a real raid. Let's be clear. Language matters. A raid is when a black boot stomp your door down, come in at six o'clock in the morning and put you in handcuffs and re- and, and then tear up everything in your home. That's a raid. That's not what happened here. They just served a search warrant. His lawyer got a copy of it. They didn't tear up his house. It was not a raid. It was a search warrant. And lastly, you know, people always get caught on the smallest thing sometime when you're a big guy. Al Capone, they got him on tax evasion. They didn't got this guy overtaking some records. This guy done done all type of stuff. He done committed so many felonies and yet they got him on records. The irony is wonderful, the tears are delicious, and I just want more.
9: Um, I, I really do just, I sit here <laughs> Teresa, and I look at this reaction and they're just, <laughs> I mean, they are literally going nuts. But, but to tomorrow's point, they always saying to black folks comply. Just comply. Comply. And, and I'm. But this is the same party that's rejected subpoenas. You don't have the authority. I'm invoking executive privilege. Fool, you didn't even work for the man when when the stuff went down. I mean, they will flaunt the law when they want to. That's why I think it's lovely what's going down.
12: I think the American people are starting to see uh, the realization of what's happening. And, you know, honestly, I, I was, you know, watching these same clips as you, and over the weekend, it has been nothing but a slew fest of um, incorrigible, untasteless, untasteful Um reactions from, you know, these political um and commentators and it's it's just been hard to watch. Really. I mean, yes, it's comical, but it's been hard to watch because it's like you're going against everything that you said in the beginning you weren't gonna go against. And now we're saying we need to defund the FBI because someone got raided over records. But again, um, I think everyone's doing you know, their job in the Justice Department. And um, I do agree with you know, Tim Scott that we definitely need to see how this plays out. I think we already know how it's going to play out. But I think just to be on the safe side on the Republican Party, that's probably the, the good line to stay on, especially since DeSantis looks like he'll be making a run in 2024.
9: Um, You, you know, uh, <laughs> Mustafa, um, I, I just you know really and truly uh find it fascinating uh that uh you know these people will j- just allow anything um they don't care uh, uh you know what's that fool out of Georgia she literally called for defunding the FBI also oh, now y'all good with that huh hmm interesting
8: it is i mean you know it's so much foolishness but it's also very serious in what's going on you know the president uh, former president trump was surrounded by attorneys and others who give him counsel so there's no way that he couldn't know about the presidential records Act of 1978 which was put in place to address some of the egregious things that happened under the nixon administration so all these other former presidents had to follow that when they're leaving office You know, and Trump was also warned a number of times. They sent letters to him asking for the records to be returned, and there is a reason for that. One, of course, we know what the investigation that's going on now, but there is also another set of laws that talk about uh, top security, and there are a number of levels that are a part of the top security, uh, when different pieces of information, um, how it has to be, uh, you know, um, kept in a safe location, um, and that doesn't mean at your house or at your resort or any of those types of things because there could be significant ramifications for the country. It all goes back to the fact that Donald Trump does not think that the laws apply to him, even when he's given opportunities time and time and time again. And now it has circled around and finally started to bite him in the butt. Um, so now he's going to have to worry about not only what's currently going on that they're looking at But how information might also be utilized in future and other Investigations that he is currently, you know having to deal with
9: You know, I, I just um, <laughs> I just I just again uh, Want people to understand that these folks don't give a damn by the rule of law They don't care They will literally let this man do anything. And and I I, I keep warning people, uh, uh, DeMario, don't let this fool get anywhere near the Oval Office. If you thought what happened the last time was sickening, what these people have in store, they are going to unleash holy hell on this country.
6: No question. I mean, I already unleashed it on January 6th. I mean, you saw people... Beating, stomping, clubbing, maiming police officers and people are calling those individuals political prisoners. You know, we saw a brother that just passed away last week. His name escapes me. But he's a Black Panther who was in solitary confinement for 43 years. That was a true political prisoner. They're calling these folks that are on camera trying to overthrow the country a political prisoner. So they've never believed in the rule of law. They never believed in keeping their word. They never believed in treaties. They only believe in white power. And the sooner we understand that and we meet that threat with the appropriate threat, appropriate uh, firepower, it will not be defeated. This has been a good week for the Department of Justice and Merrick Garland. Rowling, you know, I come on here every week, and I'm saying they, they need to do more. They need to be stronger. They've been too weak. But this week has been a strong week for the Department of Justice. Number one, it came out with the Breonna Taylor uh, 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 indictments. Boom. Number two, Aubrey, uh, the Amanda Aubrey killers got more time because of the, what the Department of Justice did. And number three, they executed this, this search warrant, and they did it without any fanfare. I mean, it's pretty amazing how tight of a ship they have over, over there, that this search warrant was executed, and no one knew about it until Trump made it public. So that's what we need to continue to happen. We don't need Democrats saying We need a strong Republican Party. We need to call the Republican Party what it is. It is a white supremacist party that wants to maintain white power. It wants to dominate Black and brown people. And it wants to keep poor people poor and make rich people richer. That is what it is. And I hope they continue. you hope this is just the start? of them doing an actual raid. I want to see real raids the way that they raid my clients.
9: Um, Teresa, the lawyer for Trump said federal agents took about a dozen boxes um, and apparently Florida Magistrate Judge Bruce Reinhardt signed off on the warrant, uh, allowed them to search it. Look, a federal judge does not sign off on a search warrant for Uh, a former occupant... Y'all know I never call his punk-ass president. A former occupant of the White House just because.
12: Yeah, there's obviously some reasonable doubt. And honestly, look, regular citizens who didn't go to law school, like myself, we watch Law & Order, and we know the process that it takes in order to get a judge to sign a warrant. And so, part of that is you need to have probable cause. um, And, um... And and likely they did. So, I think, you know... um, we're going to see what's going to happen. I'm interested to see what's in these boxes. I think we all are. Um, but I think, you know, kind of to DeMario's point, January 6th was um, probably just a test. I think it was a test to see how, um, how much white uh, supremacy could actually rule in this country without um, a-, a consequence. So I'm, you know, on the edge of my seat, you know, as I represent the next generation on what our country actually looks like and how we um, decide to uh, utilize the Constitution in its form and what it was designed to do.
9: You know, Mustafa, I I hear people saying, oh my god, this is unprecedented. Uh, An attempted coup is also unprecedented. Being being perfectly fine with them trying to kill your vice president, kind of unprecedented. The massive amount of lies being told by this man unprecedented so there you go
8: Trump brought this on himself. He's had plenty of opportunities to do the right thing. He's always chosen not to. So now, you know, he reaps uh, what he has sowed. Um, and there's a lot more that's going to come. So everybody stay tuned. All right, y'all. I'm going
9: to take your phone calls next. Y'all get to weigh in on all of this. Give us a call right here on Roland Martin Unfiltered 202 890 1199. 202 uh, 890 Your thoughts and reflections. You can comment on this or on the decision by the grand jury not to indict uh, Carolyn Bryant, uh, the white woman in Mississippi who's lied. Her lie led to the death, the lynching death of Emmett Till. Uh, that's coming up next. Two zero two 890 I'll be right back.
13: When we invest in ourselves, we're investing in what's next for all of us. Growing, creating, making moves, that move us all forward. Together, we are Black Beyond Measure.
10: On the next A Balanced Life with me, Dr. Jackie, getting back to normal. Is there such a thing? We're about to send our kids back to school when we literally have more questions than there are answers. What does it mean to have a normalcy? How will our kids respond to it? And how are we going to assist them? What can you do to help your kids feel some sense of emotional stability as they go back into the classroom here on A Balanced Life on the Black Star Network?
13: When we invest in ourselves, our glow, our vision, our vibe,
2: Hey, everybody, this is your man, Fred Hammond, and you're watching Roland Martin,
19: my man, unfiltered.
2: Hi, this is Essence Atkins, and you're watching Roland Martin, unfiltered.
19: Hey, yo, peace world, what's going on? It's the Love King of R&B, Raheem Devon, and you're watching Roland Martin, unfiltered.
10: Hi, my name is Brescia Webb, and you're watching Roland Martin, unfiltered. And... Hey, well, I like a nice filter, usually, but we can be unfiltered.
5: What's going on? This is Tobias Travillion. If you're ready,
11: you are listening to and you are watching Roland Martin unfiltered what's up I'm Lance Gross and you're watching Roland Martin unfiltered
12: hi this is Cheryl Lee Ralph and you are
16: watching Roland Martin unfiltered I mean could it be any other way really it's Roland Martin
9: All right, fam, y'all get to weigh in on the raid, the search warrants, whatever you want to call it, a uh, uh, Donald Trump. I mean, the, the nice, easy going. I mean, yeah, it ain't like they rolled up with guns in, you know, paramilitary outfits um, and, and all that sort of nonsense. Uh, that ain't quite happened, all right? Let's go to the phone calls and see. uh, Robert, you're first. Robert, Robert, you're first. Robert.
15: What's up? Yes, sir. All right. So first of all, I want to say thank you, Roland. I love your show. Your show is super awesome. I've gotten my family watching it. Um, I just wanted to say I'm just really glad that, you know, justice is being served where he is getting investigated. But let's be realistic. If if, If it wasn't for the fact, that black people got out and voted, we wouldn't have the Justice Department, Merrick Garland, being able to open up this investigation. Sustained. Sustained. Go ahead. Um, So I'm just saying um, also as well, too, uh, to the Republican Party, let's be realistic. They only cater to people that look like Mitch McConnell. That's just straight up facts. They don't give a rat's behind about people that look like me. And that's just straight up facts. And I think that black people, we need to get out there and vote. If we vote our numbers, we can change the game. And that's what we need to do. Um, So again, um, and also one more thing I have to say, Tim Scott's book is not worth the toilet paper. I wipe my ass with, and I would never buy that period. So I just want to throw that out there.
9: All right, Robert, I appreciate it. Hey, uh, Teresa, he's right. If, if we didn't vote in 2020, uh, especially all the people talking about, oh man, you know, lesser of two evils, all that sort of stuff. Guess what? Trump will still be in charge, and they'll be, they will be, they will just be causing holy hell on this country.
12: I agree. I think the American people absolutely spoke up, and the Democrats um, really did what they needed to do. Um, but there's still work to be done. I mean, you know, if it's not Trump, it's going to be someone else that is probably a little bit more strategic uh, than Trump. Um, And and look, the base is still going to be there, so they have to follow someone. Um, And it's just about what is that leadership saying if they do get into the White House.
9: All right, uh, great point there. Let's go to Franklin, west side of Chicago. Franklin, you're on Roland Martin, unfiltered on the Black Star Network. What's up?
20: You, my brother. Well, first of all, I love you, bro. I deal with Robert, everything Robert said, and Franklin is my son's name. They, they, they misunderstood my, uh, I guess, my accent. Right. I'm Frank. Frank? I'm just, all, right. <laughs> all right, Frank, what's up? <laughs> my brother, I first got to say, um, Brother Roland, you had me laughing so hard with your joy for dancing yesterday. Remember that movie with Bruce Willis? When they took that terrace down, he started doing that jig. The movie with Damon Wayne's uh, and uh, Halle Berry. But Roland, I got started dancing too. Donald Trump, okay? He immediately started tweeting and what's going on in right wing media. You called around right on the button. they are lose their mind. But Roland, I see that this is dog whistle to his base. And I wish they do. I wish they do act a fool. Believe you mean? law enforcement is going to be ready for them this time. And let me hop off right quick. Before I do, I'm going to say, Emmett Till, Roland, can we go out to her federally? Okay, because you see what happened in uh in uh, in Kentucky with Bionna, right? And they didn't get any indictment on them. But the DOJ came back and said, no, we got a real grand jury. Now we coming to get y'all. I think they can do the same thing with her right here. But even if we don't get her rolling in public, she should never have a moment's peace. I wouldn't be surprised if people are writing spray paint, liar on her front door, liar on her car. Keep her on social media. This is what a murdering liar looks like. She shouldn't get a moment's peace. Thank you, Roland Martin. We love all your panels. I'll hop off right here now so someone else can talk. Yo Sat Chicago, Frank, Saturday.
9: O. Yo, Frank, I certainly appreciate it, man. Thank you so very much. Uh, Daniel, Daniel, you are on Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. Daniel, what's up?
12: Hello, hello.
17: Can you hear me? Yes, I can. All right.
9: How are you doing? Great. What's your comment?
4: Um
17: so. I had the courage to lose a few brain cells last night watching Fox News and they are on major copium. Major copium. <laughs> yeah, they're a little
9: upset, but you know what? They'll get over it. Um uh, I'm sure they're gonna need yeah. I'm sure they need some anti antidepressants uh being being prescribed over
4: there.
17: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And as for Carolyn Bryant, this is a huge mis- miscarriage of uh, of justice, in my opinion. Okay. Mm. All right. Also, the, also, my last name is spelled with an E. All right. We well, appreciate it, Doc. Thanks for calling.
9: Thank all you right, very I'm much. Uh, I'm gonna go to Allison. Allison from New Jersey. What's up, Allison? Allison, how you doing?
7: Hi, Uncle Roro. Can you hear me? Yep, I got you. All right. First of all, I just want to talk about the fact that my mom always told me when she was she's ni- she was 97 years old. I lost her. Anyway, she said, "Always remember that the glass." is always half full, not half empty. So the young lady that was on before said she wasn't gonna uh, celebrate the milestone. I'm gonna celebrate and dance to every milestone that black people get. And far as Donald Trump, the orange man, he got exactly what he deserves and I hope he gets more.
9: All right, Allison, I agree 100%. Thank you so very much. Uh, let's go to New Jersey. Ruth, uh, actually, Ruth, no, Ruth, Ruth, you're there? Ruth? Thank you so very much. Hey, Ruth, you're there? Ruth, do me a favor. Ruth, turn your audio Hello? down. Hello. Ruth, do me a favor. Turn your audio down because you're getting the delay. You're live. Go ahead. What's your comment? Hello? Yes, Ruth, you're on the air. What's your comment?
7: Oh, this is, this is Iris. Um... So, yes, I got three, three, three things. First, the letter. So the letter should be offensive to anybody who claims to be an American by calling this now a shithole country. Let's start there. Then at the bottom, he's going to say corruption. In my opinion, that letter is the code, you know, for them insurrectionists. Like, okay, y'all, get them. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Secondly... To Demario's point about um, the least likely offense, let let us start with Ivanka. Why why she just, you know, killed over? In in my opinion. (coughs) Well, actually,
9: actually, she (laughs) she fell down some stairs. So I mean, so she. You mean, you mean? Yeah, she could have been pushed down. No, 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 no. Ivana. Ivanka is the daughter. Ivana was the mother.
7: Oh, Ivana. Okay, I'm sorry. And then thirdly. Why wasn't he home? He was not home, right? Uh, He doesn't. uh,
9: According to sources, he doesn't spend time there in the summer. So remember, that's a club. So and he's got homes in other places. So I saw one story where they said he doesn't normally spend time there during the summer. And and most and most, and, uh, and most of those folks don't spend time in Florida in the summer. They spend time in Florida in the winter. That, that's, that would have made that so gratifying if he'd have been there and, and suffered to. like most people do. <laughs>
7: but anyway, I thank you.
9: I appreciate it. Thanks a bunch, um, Mustafa. There's also this story here: uh, Pennsylvania Congressman uh, Scott Perry is upset because a day after they hit Mar-a-Lago, they seized his cell phone. He, of course, was involved uh, in the. Uh, this is a Fox News story. Uh, he was involved. Uh, Of course in uh, That's right That's him right there And those fake electors Those fake electors uh, In Pennsylvania Uh, And I'm going to tell you right now What we're seeing here The January 6th hearings Is what's escalating All of these things Because more people are coming out And now testifying And they're getting more information And I say keep it coming
8: What you see going on right now is an unpacking um, and also the connections that, um, you know, are playing out all across the country of these individuals um, who have been supporting Donald Trump, who have also been uh, connected to the January 6th insurrection um, by those domestic terrorists. And now everybody who has some type of connection there are now being investigated um, and their information is being collected. Um, And, you know, we're going to see all this stuff play out here over the next set of months, and you're going to be surprised with the individuals um, that were deeply connected uh, and, you know, what we saw play out.
6: Demario. Well, listen, man, no one likes for law enforcement to come and uh, serve a search warrant or snatch you up. I maintain this. These guys and women who are involved in a white supremacist uh, coup attempt are still getting off lightly. The evidence is very clear that these individuals are criminals, felons. If they were black, brown, or poor people, they would have been uh, arrested and already convicted. So as we celebrate, and I'm going to continue to celebrate all of this misery that's coming from these folks, the reality is they're still getting the kid treatment. Because, again, this is not a raid. These people are not being treated like a client I talked to just today, a young lady who was charged with a a robbery and arrested and spent 28 hours in jail when she was on the other side of town. Just because a white man said he took she did it. And the white man who admitted going to the store to help someone rob a place did not get arrested. She got arrested. She lost out on her benefits at work and, at, and her school benefits because of a false arrest because they did not come and talk with her. They just served an arrest warrant on her in front of her children. That's how black people are treated. So I'm glad to see this happening, but let's keep it clear. It needs to happen for more and even be more aggressive. Remember, when Hitler first tried to go to power in Germany, his coup was unsuccessful. And he went to prison and he only got a little slap on the wrist, nine months. And he came out seven years later, and he he figured out, and he perfected the craft. That's what we don't want to see That's happen. These individuals need to be uh, roundly arrested and severely uh, prosecuted and given uh, long sentences, in my opinion. Gotcha. Lois. Lois, you're on Roller, Martin and Filter. What's up?
4: Hello?
20: Uh, can you hear me? Yeah. What's your name? My name is Lewis. Lewis. Lewis, all right? Lewis? Yes, sir.
9: What's your comment?
20: I I wanted to uh, comment on the um, Donald Trump shit. Um, I'm just laughing because basically what uh, Brother DeMario said, they don't care about anything else, not even white supremacy. That's a sad thing. And we're seeing it tumble right in front of our very eyes. And as far as the Karen Bryant situation, I'm not surprised that the Brian jury is like, oh no, well, she's old and all this crap and brought up. They did, all all of that went out the window when it turned to uh, Dr. Bill Cosby. I'm going to call him back true monitor. But anyway.
9: All right, I truly appreciate yeah. it. Louis, thank you so very much. All right, let's go to uh, Daniel. Daniel,
7: you're there. Yes, I'm there. How you doing, Roland? Thanks everybody. Panel, Roland. Uh, I just want to make an uh, opinion about the FBI, the raid that they did. Number one, they don't do raids unless they absolutely have facts. Number two, they are well educated. They don't go to no six months or two months school. They go to two years of school. Plus, the United States Deputy Marshal, not like your local level. These people know what they're doing, and when they make a move, they make it. And they're not finished yet. They're going to make other moves on a lot of other things. It's going to take a matter of time, but they're doing it. And that black lady they got as assistant, assistant U.S. attorney, she's just as bad as the main one. So as far as I'm concerned, just a matter of time before they all go to jail, Trump included.
0: All right.
9: I appreciate it, sir. Thank you so very much. Michael. Yeah. Michael, you're on Roland Martin Unfiltered. What's up? I appreciate it, sir. Michael, you there? Yeah. How you doing, Roland? Great. What's your comment?
20: My comment, man, is that Donald Trump has gotten away with so much, man. You know what I mean? Um, and I do agree that all they want is the power, you know what I mean? To, to make a more decisions on our children you know um the thing with fbi i feel like you know what i mean he he's no, no longer president he violated the law and he gotta you know what i mean um serve the consequences for you know I me mean, for his actions okay
9: uh, i appreciate it michael thanks a lot uh the video Thank we were just showing me. y'all there uh you have go, go ahead keep playing it, y'all uh those were some trump supporters out there who were upset? They had they signs. They were all mad and upset with people. Uh, I mean, y'all come on. Uh, they, they were just really. I, I, I get a kick. I get a kick out of these people because Teresa, they really are in a cult.
12: They're in a cult. He's a cult leader. This is the best form of. Uh, non-paid membership dues I've seen. Um, but yeah, this is a, a real life, you know, situation. I think um, what obviously lends a hand to this is social media um, from creating some of these community groups um, from, you know, just some of these like silent conversations now coming into light. And now we're seeing the big picture. And in this big, big picture, living in real color Um, we are starting to see, you know, um, these individuals who want to be a part of something that that looks at hope and change very differently from the eyes of the underserved in black and brown communities. So it's unfortunate that, again, this is happening, but it's also well received by um, those who do believe in the law, believe in justice, believe in unity um, to, to see it for what it is and now have the opportunity to make a change.
9: Uh, let's go to uh, Janet. Janet, you're on Roller Martin Unfiltered. What's up?
4: Are you
7: saying Janice or Janet?
9: Um, are you Janice?
7: I am Janice. I am. Janice, go ahead. I, I hope they lock him up and put him under the jail. And on top of that, go after all of his rotten kids and the rest of his family. On And my other point, if they want to know where the documents are, didn't he just bury an ex-wife? They better exhume that grave and they'll find what they're looking for. Damn. That's it. Damn.
9: All right, Janice, I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Oh, my goodness. Tim. Tim, you're Roland Martin Unfiltered. What's up? You
17: yeah, know, my opinion is basically what Emma am Um America got to get a grips because you got to hold people accountable. If you're not going to hold her accountable, we got to go to court every day and we got to get a public defender or we got to buy a lawyer and we ain't got the money for it. And if that's true because they found that warrant, they got to serve it because nobody else that I know can get away with that. You get a subpoena, you got to show up. If they're not, they don't knock on your door. Now, the thing with Trump, he ain't nothing but a punk anyway. Number one, lock him up. If they ain't going to lock him up, they got to make sure that his family gets locked up for all the stuff he's doing. The DOJ right now is just getting hot. And they're just getting hot, and they're getting really hot because a lot of people are going to be going down, and a lot of people going to be scared because they going to get that knock at the door. Mm-hmm. And when you get the knock at the door, American people got to realize this is some true stuff. If they don't hold this guy accountable for what he's doing, why are you holding all Americans accountable for what we do, for the little things we do? And they make it to the point where it's, it's big, and we're going to jail for something that's small and really don't matter. So that's my opinion. I agree. I, I like to show I watch them on a regular basis. The panel's great. I get all the information I need. I don't even watch some other knuckleheads because I laugh because they ain't talking about nothing serious. But I appreciate your show. appreciate
6: your panel. And keep rocking it out. I appreciate it, sir. Thanks a lot. Roller, can I say something? About yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Curly and Brian's situation. I would like to see the DOJ. Right now, the DOJ has a special department that's still to this day are prosecuting uh, known suspected Nazis. Now, I don't care if you're 105 years old, they will find you and they will prosecute you and send you out of this country. I think the DOJ needs to have a similar type department for people like Carolyn Bryant, those who white supremacists from the 40s, 50s, 60s, who were imp- with impunity killing and getting black people killed like Emmett Till. This lady needs to be uh, arrested, and she should be prosecuted to the highest level possible. I don't care if she's 89 with cancer, on a respirator. She needs to be held accountable for getting Emmett Till, not just killed, but brutalized, tortured, uh, def- uh, and, and completely just destroyed as a person, as a as a body. That was all because of her lie. She needs to be held accountable. No well, problem. but
9: here's the problem with that. As you see right here, December 6, 2021, the federal officials closed cold case reinvestigation of
6: murder of Emmett Till. Case was closed. What? They can reopen it. If enough of our people and enough people continue to make an issue about this, contact the Department of Justice, com- contact our federal elected officials and say, we want to see this reopened up, there was a, a, a arrest warrant there, this can continue to be pushed. We must not allow this to go uh, unaccounted for. There's an Emmett Till movie coming out. I have somewhat of a mixed feeling about a movie when we have the, the responsible party still walking around free. She needs to be held accountable, point blank.
9: Folks, uh, I I told y'all the whining and complaining. So Jesse B. Waters, this fool on Fox News, y'all, he's like, he's taking the arrest of Trump personally. If y'all want some comedy, here you go.
14: I've never seen the base more angry. I'm angry. I feel violated. The whole country feels violated. It's disgusting. They've declared war on us, and now it's mm-hmm. game on. Imagine you're Eric Trump and you are in That's your home. Your mother has just died two weeks ago, and they're sending <coughs> FBI agents with weapons into your house, violating your privacy like that. It's unbelievable. The, over the Presidential Records Act, Greg... <laughs> That's like a librarian sending armed agents into your house. The Presidential Records Act, first of all, we can't even trust that this warrant wasn't corrupt. I mean, they cooked up a fake warrant last time when they spied on the Trump campaign. They doctored evidence. They forged documents to get it. How do we know they're not planning evidence right now? They plan evidence with Crooked and the CIA and the FBI already. And you can't trust this judge. They said, oh, a judge must have signed off on it. The judge is an Obama donor. The judge defended Jeffrey Epstein's team. You can't trust this guy. So they go in. They'll probably do a fishing expedition. God knows what they're going to find or plant or fake. But it's also trying to freeze the Trump base. You know, you're going to vote for this guy. You know, he could be indicted soon. It's telling the Republican donors, hey, don't donate to this guy. Republican corporate guys, don't donate to this guy. He's toxic to go near him, that's what's going on. It's intimidation. It's bullying. Look at this thing he did. He was cooperating. So he's about uh, almost nine months of cooperation. He's already handed over about 15 boxes. As Janine said, she's right. He could have declassified this before he left the White House. So they get in. They bring teams in already. They're showing them where his stuff is. They're showing them where they keep it. The team says, all right, keep it secure. Keep it locked up. Trump's lawyers were... Trump even stopped in and swung by and said, hello, next thing you know, they send 30 men with a safe cracker. What the hell are they doing? And they told the Trump lawyers don't look at what we're doing, don't record what they're doing. That's not by the book. No. And if you look at what Hillary's done, I mean, she's acid washed, 30,000 emails under subpoena. Hillary's own lawyers smashed iPhones with hammers. And Comey comes out and he says, yes, they had over 100 classified documents in her possession in Chappaqua. And yes, they did break the law, but no prosecutor would ever touch it. And then Sandy Burglar goes into the National Archives and sucks all kinds of classified documents down his pants. They didn't raid his home. Two CIA directors had classified information on their home computers. Their homes weren't raided. An FBI director took sensitive documents outside. They didn't raid his home. This is bull, and it's going to boomerang big time. Everybody can feel it.
6: I love it. I just I'm just so,
9: I so sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Suck on your thumb, Jesse B. Watts, B. Waters, because you sitting there kissing Trump's ass. I mean, oh my God, I feel violated. The whole country feels violated. I can't believe this happened. Oh my God, I feel violated. Shut the hell up. Man, these are some whiny little punks.
6: Demario, go ahead. Roland, they really do feel violated because they believe that if you're a powerful white man, you should be able to do what the hell you want to do. And that's why they love Trump. They love Trump because he was out there out front saying what they always wanted to say, doing what they wanted to do, grab him out of this, call people this, disrespect this, do what the hell I want to do. They felt good about that, because that's who they were inside. So they they do see this as an attack on them, because they believe this is how they should be able to act. And they know that, if the law will hold him accountable, they know this type of uh, immoral and illegal things that they've been a part of. They are afraid for themselves. They are actually feeling what it feels like for Black people when we just go out our house, knowing that we're going to be scrutinized by just who we are, how we look. And what we do when it's doing everything correctly. So I'm loving that they're getting some of this, but don't discount how scared they are and what they will do to maintain their power. We must continue to talk about power and be clear that the federal That's government all is hard on these folks.
9: That's all this is. So let me. Let me I, I got to play this one, uh, to Mustafa, and Teresa. I, I got to play this one. Okay. So, for, so former Congressman Harold Ford, who works over there at Fox News. Uh, he was on the show uh, and <laughs> Okay, just 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 watch just watch judge Jeanine Pirro I thought she was gonna spit out that fake tooth that's in her with her gap uh, like she did before on television watch this Now the
15: speculation about what this is about January 6th, Georgia, New York some classified documents I have no clue I've read all the reporting. I saw some reporting last week that said that there was this this awful story, this ten year old little girl uh, that, that was raped and, and was an incest case, and you had attorney generals across the country, including in those two states, said so we don't know what this case is about. We think the Democrats have made it all up, only to have to come back and recant to find out when the you facts know came what my out. Answer so is? I think we should wait for the facts to come out here. Okay. I, the president is presumed innocent. Mm-hmm. Until yeah, proven otherwise you. and thank I agree you. with that, and but your speculation I just think is
16: just a I don't off, think it's speculation at all you do not You do not break into a house of a guy that you've been working with for nine months that you have to admit has been cooperating with you for presidential records? No. Can I ask you a question? No. I'm (laughs) going to answer your question. Yes, ma'am. And you do not do that and have guys with AR-15 and women, I might add, at the front of Mar-a-Lago in a situation like this where the man's about to announce for president if he's going to run for president. But if I were the lawyer, the first thing I'd say is as a citizen of the United States I want to know from the Department of Justice why you're doing this i want to know from the fbi whether or not this is legitimate because everything that you've done regarding donald trump has been illegal illegitimate and immoral and the country knows it and you have destroyed our faith in the justice system
15: just one question judge don't, And it's not don't,
16: donald don't... trump's fault it's their fault
15: his lawyers have that search warrant they could release it And the Congress.
16: government can answer the question
15: I All right. release it.
1: That was a great a block
15: Now the speculation
9: Dude, I, I want to if, if I was his lawyer, I would demand right there Mustafa and frankly come on Harold put some more goddamn bass in your voice. I mean come on damn. First of all, when she refuses to no, know don't say yes ma'am hell no. I'm giving her that much damn respect. That's that bullshit Mustafa. But the point that he did make is if tr- they got the search warrant. They got it. They can release it anytime. any time. There's a reason they haven't.
8: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we all know Fox News is reality TV. That's all they do. This is all about trying to whip up the base. You know, folks know that when the FBI, you know, executes the search warrant, they go through and they share with you because they've already had the conversation with the judge of the things that they're looking for. They also document everything that's taken. Um, so that there's very much uh, clarity that's going on in the process, um, and, and, and that's the way that it plays out. Um, as DiMario and others have shared, it, it's so much different than what happens inside of our communities when somebody literally kicks the door in, comes in, destroys property, snatches people out, and then they're never, ever remunerated for the things that they lost. So it's there's two different systems that we know exist inside of our country. But let's also be very clear about what's going on here. You know, Donald Trump uh, and the Republican Party right now are raising huge amounts of money off of this. So they're going to play it to the hilt. So you're going to see Fox News and these other stations that are continue to have this outcry of injustice that is happening because they understand that there is a monetary value that is associated with that. And then the Trump sycophants are also whipping up individuals, you know, telling people to go out into the streets very much like they did on January the 6th. So we should be very, very focused also on the dangers that are associated with the sets of actions that these folks are doing.
9: And the thing here, you hear the music words like, we're going to war. That was always their plan, uh, Teresa. That was their plan. We know what their plan is. They, went to, they tried to go to war on January 6th. We know what kind of thugs they are. They are who they are. They are who we thought they were.
12: I think what, I'm, what I've been saying is a pattern of people uh, that have been very um, wanting, you know, in the last four years of Trump's presidency to be a part of the administration. And prior to, you know, when they thought Trump had no chance in hell, Um, they were not, you know, um, what's the best way to say this? They were not uh, sipping the Kool-Aid. So now that, you know, they saw what was done, you know, people are getting pardons left and right. Um, You know, uh, Trump looks like he has the back of his folks. He's putting his friends in position. Now people are saying, well, look, just in case he has a chance to get back in, what we need to do is make sure we're in position. And that's the political side of it ensuring that you're in position in order to take the opportunity when it is available so people are now you know placing their bets um and and seeing what happens but i think it's very clear that, you know, the country, you know, under Trump in the last four years did not go in the right direction. And so when we see, um, some of these economists and some of these folks that say they care about the business pe- people and they care about small businesses, um, you really have to take a look at that individual because if you did, we would be looking for a forward-thinking leader and not one that's self-serving.
9: And-and-and you know what... And, and go, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry.
12: I yield the floor.
6: Hey, one thing I want to say is let's be clear why I'm enjoying what the FBI, law enforcement are doing. We still do not uh, trust the FBI. We don't trust law enforcement just because they're finally bringing some form of hammer down on Donald Trump. Let's not start thinking the FBI is our friend. Let's not start thinking the law enforcement is our friend. Let's not start thinking that they don't continue to uh, dis, uh, discriminate and oppress people in our community. And we see that again. I want to make it clear. This was not a raid. We need to stop saying this was not a raid this was a uh, executing a search warrant it's much different and that's important for us to keep that in mind if we think about how this actually st- mo- uh, moves forward people should be getting raided people should be getting treated like the criminals they are but they're still getting that kid glove treatment and that's important for us again to
9: push Well, not look look i don't, don't want to sit here saying that uh also the fbi uh is the best friend of black folks but the bottom line is this here i think what people th- this is very simple for me and, and this is why. All, that's why I'm laughing at all of these crazy, deranged, uh, uh, right-wing hacks. Y'all can't talk about law and order, but then all of a sudden, it's optional. See, they love saying comply. They love saying follow the rules. They love, saying, okay, if you did nothing wrong, comply with the, comply with the search warrant. That's right. And the other deal is this here. If he broke the law, don't go, oh, my God, that's like, that's like a library card. No. If he had classified documents, they're classified for a reason. Right. And then, oh, he could have declassified them before he left. But he didn't. Right. But he didn't. So it just amazes me how, I mean, yesterday, we showed the video of a black man in Mississippi getting beaten because he was arrested for going 35 in a 30. 35, he was going five miles over the speed limit, handcuffed, thrown to the ground, arrested for going 35 miles an hour in a 30-mile-an-hour zone. And these fools are losing their mind because the FBI executed a search warrant at Mar-a-Lago. But the fact of the matter, these same people, Pirro, Jesse B. Waters, Sean Hannity, Laura Ingram, the entire Fox News network, right-wing media, conservative radio hosts, they all made excuses. They all made excuses on January 6th. Every single one of them made excuses. They made excuses for the mass amount of lies this man has told. They have made excuses for his abhorrent treatment of people. They've excused how he treated staff. They've excused how he has berated black female members of Congress. So, so you think I give a shit how y'all feel? Let me, fun, let me be real clear. To everybody's watching, DeMario said it earlier, power, you've heard me talk about power and control. Folks, these people are evil. I said on ABC News, ABC This Week with George Stephanopoulos, I said these people have allowed evil into their home and now it has consumed them. This is the Republican Party. Trump and MAGA, that's who they are. Right now, I told y'all, Axios had the story how they are meeting and planning with conservative think tanks. And they're studying his first four years and saying, this is how we're going to run the table if we win in 2024. But let me be real clear with y'all. They're not going to do this just when it comes to Trump. It's whoever is the next Republican candidate. And so, when we talk about voting, if we're talking about our power, folks, trust me, don't play games here. Because what these people have planned, when you hear them use the words like we're going to war, when you hear them say things like, this is a civil war, oh, they're serious. That's why my book drops in September called White Fear. I need folks to understand that is what we are dealing with right now. We are dealing with a group of people who are looking at this thing and it's power. What they're looking at is what happens when we still control all of this. What they're looking to do is to execute an agenda that has nothing to do with any of us. There is a reason, folks, I chose this image for the book cover. There is a reason. That image right there, and so essentially, the image says this here. This white man is saying, all of this is ours and we are going to keep running it. That's why I chose this image. What you are seeing right now is this. It's white fear, folks how the Browning of America is making white folks lose their minds. That is happening. And you had better understand, be prepared for it. You need to understand the attacks on critical race theory is about this. It's all tied to these MAGA people. It's tied to what they're trying to do with stealing elections. It's tied to what they're doing. They are weaponizing the big lie. And some of us are sitting here, we're playing footsie. Some of us are sitting around saying, oh, well, you know, it's not going to be that bad. It's not too bad. No, 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 folks. You need to understand what's going on. They want control of state legislatures, state gubernatorial mansions textbooks school curriculum house senate white house judiciary because they want to lay down an agenda that is a white nationalist agenda because they Want to, in essence, reinstitute apartheid in America. Now, I know somebody who's watching me is saying, my, my, my goodness, Roland, I mean, you know, that's, you know, that's hyperbole. Apartheid. No, it's not. Not when they're fighting a second black district, congressional district in Louisiana. Not when they're fighting a second black congressional district in Alabama. Not when they're fighting and changing the laws in Georgia as they have to take over the election commissions when they disagree with what goes on. Not when we're seeing the targeting of our people in significant ways. You had better understand and prepare yourself that their conservative think tanks funded By numerous conservative billionaires. That is their goal. Remember, remember, it was the business leaders who funded the fight against civil rights in this country. It was the business leaders who funded the fight for union rights in this country. Don't get it twisted on what's going on here. So when they say we're going to war, believe them. and You better understand that we must use everything at our disposal to to ensure that our folks are well prepared and I'm telling you right now there's nothing that will greatly frustrate them more than us being at the ballot box, than us using our power from the city, county, state, and federal level. Because when we maximize our power, we win and frustrate the hell out of them. That is how we respond. Folks, if you want to get your uh, pre-order your copy of White Fear, we drop September 13th. You can do so right now. We're available on all the platforms: uh, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Walmart, all of those platforms where you can pre-order books. Be sure to get it now. Also, folks, going to a break. Download the Black Star Network app on all platforms: Apple TV, Android TV, uh, of course, uh, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Xbox One, Samsung Smart TV. And of course, if you want to support us in our Bring the Funk fan club, our goal is to hit $100,000 this month. Our goal is to get 2,000 of our fans. In fact, right now, there are 3,000 of you who are watching on YouTube right now. If 2,000 of you decide right now you want to contribute to this show, our goal, we're asking $50 uh, each, minimum of 50 bucks. You can't get that, we understand. If you can get more, that would be great. That's $4.19 a month, 13 cents a day. Uh, of course, you can check our money order to P.O. Box 57196 Washington, DC, 20037-0196. Cash app dollar sign RM Unfiltered. PayPal R Martin Unfiltered. Venmos RM Unfiltered. Zell Rollin' at RolandSmartin.com. Also YouTube and Facebook. Y'all should be hitting that dog on uh, share and like button uh, as we speak. Uh, I want to sit here uh, and just read a few, just so y'all understand the impact that we have uh, on people uh, in terms of uh, whether they say, please um, see the enclosed envelope to Brother uh, Deshaun. It is my intention to cash out you an additional 50 bucks to assist in replacing the equipment damage in the attack. I just read. LA Times article about you. I think it was very good. I pray and support for your work continues to grow. Uh, And the Jackie Robinson museum coverage was excellent. Seeing after Jackie was an unexpected treat. And so we certainly appreciate that. Thank you so very much. Uh, We have other folks who sent uh, notes to us. Let's see. Uncle Roro, love your show. We'll continue to donate as long as I can afford to. Keep up the good work. Murders. Murders, I certainly appreciate it. Thank you so very much. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, let's see here uh, watch you every day rolling keep empowering, educating, uplifting all of our black people we need uh, this from our, uh, Arvella Ross may God continue to bless you and all of your staff Arvella we certainly appreciate that as well let's see here this card, you're a great leader and a hero to the black race and the human race. Please keep up the wonderful work uh, that you and your team is doing, and God always bless and keep you. I truly appreciate you, uh, appreciate you and all you do for us, uh, Rosetta. Cromarty, I love all the wonderful work you do, and I love you. Stay blessed. And the card says, the phrase is simple and the words are few, but behind them is a whole lot of appreciation. So we got a lot of our folks uh, who have sent notes, and we certainly appreciate uh, them doing so. And so if you want to join our Bring the Funk Fan Club, again, uh, you can join. The goal this month, if $2,000 folks, we're behind our, our fundraising folks, uh, so we get 2,000 our people contributing on average, 50 bucks each, uh, we can actually hit our goal to allow us to continue to be able uh, to build and grow and to cover the sort of stories that matter to you. And so, again, if you want to join us, please do so. Again, check in money orders. Go to P.O. Box 57196. Washington DC 20037 0196. Cash app is dollar sign RM unfiltered. PayPal is R Martin unfiltered. Venmo is RM unfiltered. Zell is rolling at RolandSMartin.com. And I know y'all sitting here saying, well, you know, I hear you, I don't think so. All right, so understand, the, we are seeing checks and money orders, they have to as, actually physically be uh, th- deposited. Uh, and so these literally are the checks uh, that have come in uh, that I had to, in uh, the last week. I had to actually sign everyone, deposit mobile, and then I got to do all of these checks right here. And so we do have a lot of our folks do not believe in cash app. They they see in checks and money orders, and we appreciate appreciate every single one of you. And so uh, thanks a bunch. And so uh, again, uh, our, our Brina Funk fan club, we want you. And again, it's very simple, y'all. This is what you're getting. You don't just get this show two hours a day. Faraji Muhammad's show is two hours a day. Then you get Deborah Owens' weekly show, Jackie Hood Martin's weekly show, um, Stephanie Humphrey's weekly show, Greg Carr's weekly show. You get uh, our uh, Rolling with Roland, our one-on-one interview show every two weeks. All of that, folks. And we're not charging a subscription fee. That was by design because a lot of our people can't afford the subscriptions, and that's why we do this. And so we ask you to please support us uh, with a donation to keep doing what we are doing so we don't have to go to a subscription format. And because we do that, that means everybody can have access to the content that we do right here on the show every single day. All right, going to a break. We'll be right back on Roland Martin Unfiltered. See you in about two minutes.
19: I challenge myself as an artist and challenge, knowing that I'm going to challenge the audience, right? So oftentimes you come into this business off of one project where everybody's like, ooh, ooh, you stand out. OK, for me, it was Barbershop, Ricky, da 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 Ricky was nothing like me. Anymore you, right, (laughs) nothing like me growing up, but if that's people's first experience with you, right, as an audience member, they tend to think that's the real you, right, so, uh, you know, for me, after that, I got a whole bunch of offers to play roles just like Ricky. Right, this Tupac esque type of type of thug, right? And I just said no over and over. And then you keep trying to do other things. Then I went through a a series of romantic movies and romantic leads, and you know, I always try to bring some sort of gravitas to those roles. And then it was like, okay, well, but before I get into all of that, let me hit y'all with. You know for color girls and you know step outside of the realm of you know what you expect of me to do um as an audience member in terms of being this romantic lead and everything because i didn't get into this business to be the romantic lead you know that dude like i didn't get You into can get locked business. in you can totally get locked in
13: When we invest in ourselves, we all shine. Together, we are Black beyond measure.
5: Next on The Black Table with me, Greg Carr. Succession. We're hearing that word pop up a lot these days as our country continues to fracture and divide. But did you know that that idea, essentially a breaking up of the USA, has been part of the public debate since long before and long after the Civil War? right up to today. On our next show, you'll meet Richard Crichton, the author of this book, who says breaking up this great experiment called America might not be such a bad thing. That's on the next Black Table, right here on the Black Star Network.
13: When we invest in ourselves, we're investing in what's next for all of us. Growing, creating, making moves. That move us all forward, together, we are black beyond measure.
10: On the next A Balanced Life with me, Dr. Jackie, getting back to normal. Is there such a thing? We're about to send our kids back to school when we literally have more questions than there are answers. What does it mean to have a normalcy? How will our kids respond to it? And how are we going to assist them? What can you do to help your kids feel some sense of emotional stability as they go back
0: into the classroom?
3: Here on A Balanced Life
10: on the Black Star Network. Time
5: to be smart.
1: Roland Martin's doing this every day. Oh, no
5: punches! Thank you, Roland Martin, for always giving voice to the issues. Look for Roland Martin in the whirlwind, to quote Marcus Garvey again. The
12: video looks phenomenal,
3: so I'm really excited to see it on my big screen. Support this man, Black media. He makes sure that our stories are told.
5: See, this difference between Black Star Network and black-owned media and something like CNN. I got to defer to the brilliance of Dr. Carr and to the brilliance of the Black Star Network. I am rolling with rolling all the way. Honored
9: to be on a show that you own. A black man owns the show, folks. Black Star Network is
5: here. I'm real uh, revolutionary right now. I'm proud. Rolling was amazing on that. Stay black. I
15: love y'all. I can't commend you enough about this platform that you've created for us to be able to share who we are, what we're doing in the world, and the impact that we're having.
5: Let's be smart. Bring your eyeballs home.
9: You can't be black on media and be scared. You dig?
15: Hi, everybody, this is Jonathan Nelson.
16: Hi, this is Cheryl Lee Ralph, and you are watching Roland Martin, Unfiltered.
9: All right, her time with the Peace Corps led to a thriving, to a thriving business uh, in West uh, Africa. Uh, Shea uh, Yellen, uh, she has uh, used locally sourced quality ingredients from Ghana uh, that nourish the skin. Each purchase provides financial empowerment to Ghanaian women and supports the education of more than 200 children. Rahama Wright, the founder of Shea uh, Yellen, joins us from Washington, D.C. Rahama, am I, am I pronouncing that right? Uh, Shea, uh, Shea Yellen?
21: Hi, hi Roland. Thank you for having me. Yes, it's Shay You're pronouncing okay. it correctly. All
9: right then. And so uh where did you start this?
21: So I initially launched Shea as a 501c3 nonprofit after my Peace Corps experience, but I've been operating it as a business uh, since 2014.
9: Uh and you uh, and in doing that uh again, so what caused the switch from nonprofit to for profit?
21: Uh, Getting access to capital and access to funding. And I was also seeing that we were only doing uh, offering only part of the solution because we were doing a lot of organizing, cooperative development, training women, but we weren't connecting what they were making to the marketplace. And so I readjusted and did a pivot as a way to really bring products directly to the marketplace so that we could generate living wage jobs for the women that we work with. How many products uh, do you have? Uh, Right now, we have 18 different products across soaps, body creams, and body balms, as well as lip balms.
9: Okay. All right, then. So, uh, we're seeing here Tea tea Tree Charcoal Clean Shea Bar Soup. Okay. Bar Soap. I'm sorry. Oatmeal Spice Clean. That is a top Uh, seller. Yeah. The Oatmeal Spice. It is. Folks want to smell a little spicy. Uh, (laughs) Let's see. Uh, Patchouli Lemon. Yep
21: chili lemon, and we're using essential oils in all of our products. And one of the things that we really focus on is how to ethically source plant-based African ingredients and bringing those products to market so that people can do things like send their children to school, have access to health services, and have access to the ability to live at at a higher standard. So that's on our supply side. And then for our customers, we're making sure you're getting the highest quality shea butter and the highest quality ingredients to use for your skin and hair care.
9: And the and where and the products are actually being made where?
21: Uh, we're making the raw material, which is the shea butter, in 14 different communities in northern Ghana. And then we're doing the finishing in the US. And we're actually in the midst of developing a beauty manufacturing makerspace in Washington, DC.
9: Wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so that means uh, Folk who look like us are involved in all facets of the business.
21: Yeah, and I think it's so important because as you know, and as you talk about all the time, and I'm really excited to be on this program because you really shine a light on the fact that we need to really take back power when it comes to black economics, but also when it comes to black products and black businesses. And one of the things I've realized, I've been doing this full time since 2014, is that we need more ownership over manufacturing there's so many things that happen in global supply chains that disadvantage black and brown people. And so what I'm building is not only for my brand, so the ethical sourcing, creating these products, but also looking at how we can develop control over manufacturing for retail ready products. And this beauty maker space that we're developing is not only for Shea Lean, but it's also going to be for other early stage, um, black owned, women owned businesses who wanna get into this industry. And by the way, the natural organic personal care industry is expected to grow to over $25 billion in the next couple of years. And McKinsey did a report uh, in June, June of 2022, looking at the state of black beauty in America. And in 2020, roughly 60 billion dollars was the was the value of the U.S. beauty market. Black owned businesses supplied less than two 2.5 percent of that. Yet black customers, we consumed almost 12 percent of that. And wow. so, when you look at how many businesses are actually established to take advantage of the marketplace, we make up a very tiny percent of market share. Yep. And part of the reason is because we don't have access to spaces. We don't have access to the supply chain. We don't. We there's also a, a lack of knowledge, a, a, a lack of access to capital. And so, until we're able to create our own spaces where we have control of the supply, we have control of how we get ingredients and we have control of how we make products, we're going to continue to be left behind. And so for me, it's, it's really, really important that people recognize and realize that we need to really take more ownership in terms of how products are made that are marketed to us and who is making the products. Because when you care about how a product is made and who is making the products, you're now looking at transformation and real economic development.
9: Well, and that, that's absolutely the case. And that, look, that's why I created this segment, because I, I wanted to feature Black-owned businesses. Uh, man, we've had people who just, just people who like, my God, never knew this type of business even existed. Uh, Question from my panel, Mustafa, you're first.
8: Uh, Rahama Agul, um, you know, part of my family actually has roots in Ghana, and I'm always curious about the relationships we build there. How did you get started um, in finding the right partners back home in ghana
21: yeah and so i also also have a ghanaian heritage um but i started working in this industry um as a peace corps volunteer and so i lived in the villages i lived in the communities so a lot of what i talk about is what i experienced volunteering my time and seeing firsthand a lot of the challenges women have bringing their products to market so being able to live in the community meet people directly meet them where they were realizing that they were being uh, disenfranchised within a very large industry is what led me to create this what led me to create Shailene. And I would say for people who want to do business in Africa and who are curious about doing business in Africa, the best way to do it is to travel there, meet people, uh, develop your own relationships locally. And from there, you'll be able to establish um, those relationships that you need so you'll be able to launch and grow your business. Teresa.
12: So thank you so much for this. Um, I'm excited to uh, take in the skincare products. Um, Do you have any hair care products in the works?
21: So we will be formulating hair care uh, soon, hopefully by the second, third quarter of next year, because everyone always asks, do you have any products for hair? And it's such a huge part of how uh, Black women take care of themselves, that we definitely want to be able to uh, enter that marketplace. But for now, we're doing uh, body care. So, body moisturizers and body cleansers.
6: Demario. Man, I'm really impressed with this product and impressed with you, the way you are spitting off those those numbers from McKissick. (laughs) Hey, I I feel like I need to get in the game. You said $60 billion industry. You know, I'm very impressed also because in 1999, I did postgraduate studies in West Africa and Gambia and Senegal. And I saw yeah. a business opportunities. I was just 23, 22 years old. And how difficult it was to maintain that. I used to sell African rares and statues and stuff like that. But I also saw mangoes and cashews just growing everywhere and trying to figure out how to have that supply chain. And you figured that out. So that, that's amazing. How? Tell us how you've been doing this since 2014. You say you started off as a nonprofit and then you converted to an LLC. Um, I yeah. want to hear that journey a little bit. I think that's pretty interesting.
21: Yeah, well, first of all, it's never too late to do business in Africa. Um, Under the Obama administration, um, under the Commerce Department, there was actually an advisory council that was set up um, called the President's Advisory Council on Doing Business in Africa, so that people, um, Americans, could really start looking at the continent from a commercial perspective and not just aid, where you know these are countries where there's poverty, there's war and all of these things, and really changing the perspective of how we look at the continent. And so, you know, you have your experience from when you were in graduate school, but it's never too late to to start looking at Africa as a place to do business. And for me, um, you know, I, I say this often, which I had no business starting a business. I was also in my early 20s. I knew nothing about marketing. I knew nothing about fundraising. Um, I knew nothing about the beauty industry. And I've intentionally over the years developed this business with focusing on elevating the role of these communities you know these rural communities and i initially started it as a 501c3 because i thought it was a social issue it still to me is a social issue and i thought you know i needed to raise money to help contribute to organizing cooperatives, providing women access to production equipment, access to training. And then I realized I was only addressing one part of the issue, which the, which was the capacity building. And I wasn't looking enough at the market side. And so that's what um, kind of encouraged me to create a business model. And so now I see that Shayalin is a social enterprise. We're a social impact business. We look at a social issue from how we can address it through a business model that gives people the ability to generate living wages, increase their income five times their country's minimum wage, and really give them access to the financial resources to live at a higher standard. You know, I, I'll finish just by saying, too often we see our community. When I say our community, I'm talking about the global diaspora of Black people. Um, we're you know catered to in a way that undervalues our intellect, that undervalues our contributions and undervalues our creation, what we have made. You cannot get a Shea product anywhere in this world. And an African woman wasn't a part of the supply chain. So, for me, it makes sense that the women who are the authors of this incredible product should actually be generating sufficient income to care for themselves. Um, I don't really believe in buy-one-give-one models where you buy a product someone gives a product. No, people in these communities need money. They need to be properly compensated for their labor. They need to be properly compensated for the contributions they're making to our global marketplace. And African people contribute tremendously to the global marketplace. And so for me, being able to develop this business model that connects the dots between producers and consumers in a way that allows for ethical sourcing, allows people to be able to live at a higher standard is why I built this business.
9: All right then, uh, Rama Rahama, tell folks where they can get the products.
21: You can get it online, shayaleen.com. You can also get it at Macy's, Macy's.com. We're in select Whole Foods markets, and you can also get it in, on Amazon.
9: All right, we well, surely appreciate you
21: joining us. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much.
9: All right, let me thank uh, Demario, uh, Teresa, and Mustafa for joining us uh, on the show. Surely appreciate uh, three of you being here. Thank you so very much. Folks, we're not done. When I come back, Black and Missing got some news headlines, and we have lost several African American giants. Mm-hmm. And we'll have those memoriams next right here on Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. Love our new Alexa. It's
14: a Buick.
18: Yeah,
14: Alexa.
13: Buick.
19: Alexa. It's a Buick. It's an Alexa. It's a Buick. It's an
5: Alexa. Coach, that's a Buick. That's an Alexa. The Buick Enclave with available Alexa built in. Next on The Black Table with me, Greg Carr, succession. We're hearing that word pop up a lot these days as our country continues to fracture and divide. But did you know that that idea, essentially a breaking up of the USA, has been part of the public debate since long before and long after the Civil War, right up to today. On our next show, you'll meet Richard Crichton, the author of this book, who says breaking up this great experiment called America might not be such a bad thing. That's on the next Black Table, right here on the Black Star Network.
11: What's up y'all, I'm Will Packard. Everybody, is your man, Fred
10: Hammond. Hi, my name is Brescia Webb, and you're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. And Well, I like a nice filter usually, but we can be unfiltered. <laughs>
4: Samaria Patterson has been missing from
9: Orlando, Florida, since July 29th. A 14-year-old is 5 feet 3 inches tall, weighs 115 pounds, with brown hair and brown eyes. Anyone with information about Samaria Patterson should call the Orlando Police Department at 321-235-5300, 321-235-5300. In California, an ICU nurse faces six counts of murder and five counts of gross vehicular manslaughter after a fiery crash that left six dead. Folks, get this. This is her fourth accident. Four, I'm sorry, 14th accident. Nicole Linton, a 37-year-old traveling nurse from Houston, was nearly one, driving nearly 100 miles per hour in a 35-mile-an-hour zone when she plummeted into an intersection. This video, y'all, it's just shocking. She's about to blow through. Watch this. Unbelievable. Causing explosive fire, this took place on a Thursday. Eight cars were involved. Asheray Ryan, her 11-month-old child, Alonzo Quintero, her boyfriend, uh, uh, Reynold uh, Re- uh, Lester, and their unborn child were among those killed. The two other victims have not been identified. Officials say there wasn't initial evidence of drugs and alcohol in the crash, but they have not ruled it out. Linton sustained some injuries in the crash. Her lawyers say she has had profound mental health issues over the years. She is being held on $9 million bond. In North Carolina, a sheriff's deputy must pay $50,000 to a black man for violating his constitutional rights. Buncombe County Deputy Jeff May strip-searched Marcus Hyatt at a highway gas station in Asheville, in January 2018. The judge said race motivated the deputy to claim he smelled crack cocaine on Hyatt falsely. A field drug test found a tiny bit of substance was positive for cocaine. U.S. District Court Judge Martin Reidinger based his decision on May's unlawful search and seizure. The humiliation and degradation that plaintiff Hyatt suffered as a result of the unreasonable strip search and the fear and anxiety caused by defendant May's actions in displaying a weapon and in fabricating evidence in order to obtain the search warrant. In March of 2021, a jury found May went against his duty as a deputy by obtaining a search warrant based on information he knew to be false and displaying a weapon. Folks, some sad news. 23-time Grand Slam champion, business mogul, and fashion entrepreneur Serena Williams says she is retiring after this year's U.S. Open. William says she wants to focus on expanding her family and her venture capital firm, Serena Capital. William says it is not a retirement, but an evolution. Again, the U.S. Open will be taking place, and she says, that's it for me. Folks, we have lost some huge giants over the past several days, uh, and we wanted to uh, share them. The latest happened today when we found out the family released information that legendary Motown songwriter, Singer Lamont Dozier passed away. Dozier was responsible for hits like, first of all, Dozier, Holland, Dozier, Holland. That is the great, the great Motown writing team. Responsible for hits like The Supremes, Baby Love, You Keep Me Hanging On. He was a member, again, of that great songwriting trio. They wrote so many amazing hits. The group was inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Lamont Dozier, dead at the age of 81. Roger Mosley, best known for his role as helicopter pilot Theodore T.C. Calvin on the show Magnum P.I., passed away on Sunday. Mosley starred, starred in Lead Belly in Blaxploitation films. His daughter, Chaya Mosley, posted this endearing tribute on Facebook. Roger E. Mosley, my father, your friend, your coach Mosley, your T.C. from Magnum P.I., passed away at 1.17 a.m. He was surrounded by family as he transcended peacefully. We can never mourn such an amazing man. He would hate any crying done in his name. It is his time to celebrate the legacy he left for us all. I love you, Daddy. You love me, too. My heart is heavy, but I am strong. I will care for Mommy, your love of almost 60 years. You raised me well, and she is in good hands. Rest easy. Mosley, folks, was involved in a car crash last week. He passed away at the age of 83. Sam Gooden The Impressions has also become an ancestor. Gooden was a founding member of the Chicago Soul Group. In 1991, the Impressions were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Gooden's daughter, Gina Griffin, said he passed away on Thursday, a month shy of his 88th birthday. Of course, folks, uh, in his hometown of Chattanooga, Tennessee, that's where he passed away, surrounded by his family. Sam Gooden was 87 years old. And award-winning journalist and author, Chet Fuller, he passed away on Thursday. Last week on Tuesday, Fuller was best known for covering the Atlanta child murders and former Atlanta mayors Maynard Jackson and Andrew Young. He spent more than two decades writing for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Chet Fuller, folks, was 72 years old. Folks, that is it for us on today's show. We certainly appreciate all of you for watching. Don't forget uh, to support us in what we do. First, download the Black Star Network app. All platforms. You can watch all of our shows. Uh, of course, all of them are there, archived as well. Apple phone, Android phone, Apple TV, Android TV, the Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Xbox One, Samsung Smart TV. We also want you to join our Bring the Funk fan club. Your dollars make it possible for us to expand this show, expand the shows that we have, to be able to cover the kind of news that matters to you. Uh, and so. Again, our goal, we need 2,000 of our fans uh, contributing. This month, we were actually behind in our fundraising goal, folks. Uh, so, look, we're trying to build more of our advertising base, but the reality is corporations are, do not support Black-owned media like they should. Black-owned media gets 3- 0.5 to 1% of the $322 billion spent annually in advertising. And so your donations matter. Send a check or money order to PO Box 57196, Washington, D.C. 20037 0196. Our cash app is dollar sign RM Unfiltered. PayPal, if you want to pay via PayPal, that is our Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zale is rolling at rollingismartin.com. Uh, if you would like to use uh, a uh, credit card, you can do so. Uh, get that credit card, uh, and uh, of course, go to our go to uh, and you can use Square. Uh, Lisa Fortes and me, uh, Maya Farley. Uh, thank you so very much. Uh, we also have some folks who paid via Zelle. Let me give you a shout out here. Herbert Chambers. Thanks a lot, of Herbert. Malcolm Wiseman. We certainly appreciated. Debbie Stewart. Thanks a bunch. Gwen Dansby. Devon Slaughter. Shalinda Lewis. Shirley Fortson, uh, Audra Smith, Veronica Carter, all thank you so very much. Uh, Phyllis Bell, Adrian Gentry, Cynthia Wilder, Keith Weish, Fabian Cuero, Annie Livingston. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see here. Any other names here, folks? Before we get out of here, Renato Johnson, thank you so very much. I appreciate it. Uh, and let's see, I think it's uh, a Wanda Johnson. I see your donation uh, as well. I certainly appreciate it. Uh, And do we have any more? I'm looking who's giving during the show. Uh, I want to shout y'all out uh, for supporting us. Uh, I don't see. Ah, here we go. Uh, Sharice Blackman. Sharice, thanks a bunch. Uh, Tony Miller. Uh, Tony, thank you very much for your donation. Tanya O'Kane. Thanks a bunch as well, Tanya. And let's see here. I think we're almost done. Almost done. Uh, I'm looking, I just want to make sure I'm going to give as many shout outs as possible because, again, I'm appreciative of all of you supporting the work that we do here at Roland Martin Unfiltered and the Black Star Network. Okay, that is it. So, again, folks, uh, if you want to give a shout out, all you got to do is give. We'll do that. Uh, and then all of y'all who sent checks, uh, yeah, I got all of these. I got to deposit, so I'll be here a while. That's it. Uh, I'll see y'all tomorrow right here on Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. HOW! Uh.